Naturally, you have the run of the mansion. Of course. I know that. Prepare some tea, Pennyworth. Brown sugar instead of white. Fresh-cut lemon, a china cup. Perhaps Master would like some warm mixed nuts and a moist hand towel. Watch yourself, Pennyworth. I'm not so young that I don't understand sarcasm. While I am much too old to care. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. Son of a Batman, here we are again. (laughs) Oh, that was a better way to start it than anything I had in mind. What did you have in mind, sweet pea? And we're back. Just kidding. (laughs) I had nothing. I was just going to wing it. Night wing it. Hey. All right, you get one. (laughs) Yes, we are doing another installment of the DC Animated Universe series. Um, If you haven't kept up so far... This is the third one that we've done, I want to say. We've watched uh, Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox, and Justice League War. Is this part of that? Yeah. Same Batman? No. Different Batman. The whole, we, I think we've talked about this on both episodes we've done. No, not like chastising you, because I don't get it either. It's just like a loose, a loose continuity. Just same makers. Same same people are making all of them. A lot of the characters come back, but they're not always the same. The voice actors are changing and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever, you know, see, like, real, like, direct sequel stuff, because the first two Justice Leagues were, were pretty different, so, but, yeah, here we are, and this one came out in 2014, I think the other ones, oh, the other two came out in 2013, but these, um, these move pretty quickly, and of course they're on the shorter side, I think this one was, like, less than an hour and 15 minutes long. I mean, I feel like the illustration style, which we've also probably talked about, is, like, very similar to a... Cartoon Network, like, TV show type of illustration, which I assume is a lot shorter of a process. It's like that, but the, you can tell there's a, there's a slightly higher budget there. Um, but yeah, so this one, um, takes kind of a, a different approach to the Batman story than anything else that we've watched so far, uh, involving Batman, um, because Damian Wayne is in the picture. Well, he's a little shit. He is a little shit, isn't he? I mean, with with the people that were raising him, who's who's surprised? Like, I'm just imagining the Talia Al Ghul from uh, Dark Knight Rises raising a child, and I'm like, she's mm, not a mommy. Don't think so. <laughs> Do not think so. Yeah. So, um, we really, just like the other ones, I want to say as well, really get right into the swing of things very quickly. Um, not a lot of exposition in these movies. and Which is great, because it was, like, just over an hour. Yeah. So we kick things off immediately by diving into the, uh, the League of Shadows, which, aside from Batman Begins, is not really a element of the Batman lore that has been explored by any other of the, the live-action adaptations that we've watched or uh, any of the Batman video games that I've played in the Arkham series. It's not something that's touched on too much, although I think Ra's al Ghul, who they keep referring to as Raish al Ghul in this movie, which really threw us both for a loop. <laughs> um, so it's not something that we see a lot, but I did really like that 
element of Batman Begins. So I was happy to see that again. What, like just having the League of Shadows? In yeah, general? just kind of, yeah, getting more of an exploration into that and also like uh, having an opportunity to see these characters like not purely as antagonists because Damian Wayne is such a big part of the plot. Right. Well, what, are you saying that you don't think we've seen that much of the League of Shadows? Besides Batman Begins. That's what I'm that's saying. That's also like the whole Dark Knight Rises is League of Shadows. That's when oh, we that's meet Ta- Talia. Oh, duh. Like, yeah, like we being, get a lot. Being, being raised by the League of Shadows. Yeah. Rise, 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 Wow, rise. that's ridiculous. I can't believe that I, that I said that. But yes. <laughs> well, because it's a very different... We're seeing a different version of the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not seeing the ninjas right. so much. Although they're back you know sure but it is like Bane's kind of like reinterpretation of their mission and of course uh, a lot of Slade Wilson aka Deathstroke in this one who is a character that I do enjoy quite a bit yeah I mean we well I knew who he was because we watched a little bit of Arrow so that was I guess fortunate although in Arrow he's like Deranged, like it's dark. He's it's much darker. He was great in Arrow, from what I remember. I really liked. Yeah, his but character. it was like sad and scary. I didn't like it. I mean, yes, it was sad and he was scary. But I also was pretty impressed with how good of a villain he was for a CW show. Because I've seen some clips from after, you know, much later seasons, and I'm like, how far the mighty have fallen. I just feel like that actor also really reminds me of John Barenthal for some reason. Maybe yeah. they just look alike or like their character, like the Punisher's kind of a similar character. There's th- something about it that I'm like, is that John Barenthal also? It's the same. They're the same type of guy. Yeah. Um, I actually can't remember his name from Arrow. I have to look that up. Um, yeah. Big, big fan of the character. And it makes me, uh, it makes me sad that, Deathstroke was being set up in the soon-to-be-defunct DCEU in a post credit scene in, I think, only the... Maybe he was also in the um, Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, but he was definitely in a post credit scene of the theatrical release of Justice League, played by Joe Manganiello, this dude... Who also looks like John Barenthal. He does. <laughs> and he was going to be, like, kind of working for no, Lex. Somebody's definitely on a boat with Lex. Yeah, Luther. that's, yeah, that's okay. it's him. And I I want to say that that was the original plan for Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie. That would have been good. Yeah, like, obviously things have worked themselves out. I mean, out. as good of as a solo Ben Affleck movie could have been. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, a lot of room there. <laughs> But part of me is still sad that we didn't get to see that happen just because you know how we all feel about Ben Affleck. But I, I do think he's a he's a good movie director regardless of his performance as Batman slash Bruce Also, Lane. you love him. I'm just acknowledging my, your feelings. My opinion. <laughs> That's okay. So uh, not that I would trade anything for the Robert Pattinson Batman movie, but I am still curious about what would have happened because I think it was like... Lex Luthor was telling Deathstroke, like, Batman is Bruce Wayne, and that was how we were going to kick it off. Like, that would have been really cool. Right. That was wild. Well, didn't... Well, okay, so to, to play our hand a little bit here, weren't you telling me before this that they're doing a new Batman series? They are. 
They so are. maybe we're getting a Deathstroke in that. I hope so. I hope we do. Wouldn't that make sense if we're getting Damien or whatever? I, mean, I guess if it's. Do you want to set that up a little? Yeah. So that that depends because I know that this is a this movie, Son of Batman, is an adaptation of a comic run that I think was done by Grant Morrison, who is like a pretty prolific comic writer. Um, a 2006 storyline called Batman and Son, and which introduced Damian Wayne for the first time. So if that's the case, and they want to follow the general plotline, maybe that is what will end up happening in what James Gunn announced as Brave and the Bold being the next Batman movie in the new DC universe. It sounds like miscongeniality. Yes, it does. Also... But that's the, not have anything to do with Rob, Pat... He's still coming no. back. Rob Pat, they're doing a Batman part two. That and they're doing Penguin. And Penguin. Those are completely separate. Those are not part of the new DC universe. Walled off. And they had already announced that the director of The Flash was going to do the new Batman movie. I don't, I don't think that's still in the cards. I liked the new Flash movie. I thought they did a good job. Although it didn't have like seven directors. It went through a ton. I just can't imagine that someone like... Uh, David Zaslav, fucking money cruncher that he is, would be like, let's let's get the guy that cost us $200 million to do a new Batman movie. But, Batman makes money, though, always. I mean, yes. Batman also, doesn't fail. There is still so much time before that even comes out. So, But after we watched the movie, we had discussed, you know, with, with this upcoming new Batman movie, oh, well, we're going to need all new casting, so, we decided to take the characters that we encounter in this movie, also alongside a couple other extended members of the Bat family, and decided to do a little fresh casting list. So, stay tuned to the end for yeah, that. We we'll that talk later. about the movie more we first. We haven't done that in a while, so it should be fun. I don't have a ton of notes on the movie. Um, like we said, it was a fairly brief film, uh, you know, at this point. In media consumption, this is basically an extended or actually regular episode of any HBO show. <laughs> right. Which is not necessarily a bad thing because it actually it told a pretty good story. We are basically just exploring Bruce Wayne realizing that he has a son and navigating that while also being relentlessly pursued by the League of Shadows. Well, kind of as you said, it's like really fast into action. Right. Like immediately. So... Not only do we have, like, this invasion of the League of Shadows fortress in the mountains that happens instantly, and Ra's al Ghul is killed after being alive for 450 years, uh, you know, Wait, is this, like, inches. his only child and grandchild, and he had them at, like, 400? <laughs> like, are there other children? They probably, yeah, probably. They all died, though. Why? Does, does only one person get to be Laz? Is that the rule? Well... I don't, I guess he's like the founder, but I don't know. And by Laz, I mean Lazarus. I don't know <laughs> the, the history of the Lazarus pit. I don't understand or really like know like what the rules of it are. And actually, the more I think about it, I'm like, it's such an odd thing out in the Batman universe. I felt like this movie was a little too, I, I guess for lack of a better word, like sci-fi for me. It wasn't Batman-y enough. Like, there's so many, like, 
creatures of the night kind of stuff and like monsters. It felt very like, are we in a Batman movie? Or are we in like, I don't know, Frankenstein? But see, I, I think <laughs> you, got, you make a point, but I also think it's just because of like how the live action Batmans have been done so far. Like, Batman does have, like, a lot of human enemies in his his rogues gallery, but he also does have, like, all those characters, like, in Suicide Squad, like, like Killer Croc, and, yeah, and, and like, um, I guess Killer Croc was in this, he was, like, the only one, in Man Bat, like, those are, like, established Batman villains. Is Man Bat in something? He's in, like, the video games and stuff. Like, playing those, you get, like, some of those goofier enemies that are, like, part of Batman's history. Like, where's but, the Iceman? Yeah. Or whatever Arnold Arnold's name was. Um wait, how am I forgetting his name? Arnold. Dr. Freeze? That's yeah. not right, is it? Yeah, Dr. Freeze. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> I promise we've Because he's got a little bit of Mr. Like, Freeze. Dr. Freeze. I think he is a doctor. I know, but I think he goes by Mr. Freeze. Wow, he really he's, he's not. He's not one of those doctors. <laughs> he's like, no, you he's can just call him Mr. Freeze. I'm, I'm a chill guy. He, he is a chill guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but a chill guy. Anyway, I agree. This does uh, tend to... Um, Jesus Christ, I can't get my words out. It's like supernatural mm-hmm. and sci-fi, which is like fine. Yeah, it just it swings a lot more in that direction than most of the Batman stuff that we've watched before. I just... I, like Christopher Nolan obviously famously does like a lot of practical stuff. And the most recent Robert Pattinson was, like, kind of in a similar way, like, very practical. Like, there wasn't a lot of mysticism in it. I And I liked that, even though I like magic stuff. It's just, mm. like, there's a time and a place. I just think that every live-action Batman adaptation has taken all of their cues from the roots being the Tim Burton movies, which did shy away from the supernatural side of things. A little they, bit. I their mean, Catwoman was pretty supernatural. That's true. But it's still, like... It still felt kind of grounded, at least. And ever since the Christopher Nolan one, it's been both feet firmly planted in reality, especially like the Batman and Batman v Superman to an extent, even though that had like doomsday and shit. But this this is all part of the Batman lore, as goofy as it is. And I, I had a note that like, especially the Lazarus pit is just so bizarre to me because that to me definitely feels the most like, I don't know, even even in a world where Batman is, like, operating very realistically, the Lazarus Pit is always something that's there, and it's like, oh, well, it can bring people back. Um, and I, I remember that when The Dark Knight Rises was shooting, of course, we have the pit, which I do think is kind of like a, a realistic version of the Lazarus Pit. That's, not the, that's he, like the antithesis of the Lazarus Pit. Well, in a, well, what do you mean? Like, you die... In it, you don't. But but you don't because Batman goes there to die. Batman is going to die until he ends up there, reborn. and then he climbs out and he's reborn. That's how people look at it. Ah, but you, okay, that's that's cute. That's cute. I like, I like that, that idea. I don't know if that's like exactly what Christopher Nolan was intending, but if you find some, there's some set pictures out there that people took when the movie was shooting, and they had like the stone outline of the pit. And in the middle of it, they had, like, a green screen for, like, the CGI that they were doing because as dedicated as Christopher Nolan is, he didn't 
I don't think, you know, he didn't dig that pit into the earth. <laughs> and people were like, oh, is this the Lazarus pit? Because it was just green. <laughs> but I was like, no, it's just the green screen. But I, I distinctly remember hearing about that, and everybody's like, oh, my God, is, is Batman going to die and then get resurrected through the pit? And even at the time, I was like, sounds dumb. It sounds like a metaphor. I get it. I love it, actually. <laughs> um, I like a lot that Damien is the one that, like, cuts Slade's eye because, he, you know, he's not yeah, wearing he's his iconic badass. mask first. Um, I, I thought that was really, really neat. However, what's not so neat is uh, what Talia al Ghul did. <laughs> not okay. You can't just do that to people. Oh. <clears throat> you mean, are we implying that Talia date-raped Batman and then got impregnated? That's 100% what happened. It's not even, like, implying. They basically just say Like, 2014, happened. it's too late for that plot to be tossed aside like that. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce is like, yeah, it's not all that bad, I guess. I'm like, come on, man. That's Sound, Sounds like a victim. It's fucked. Sounds it's like fucked someone up. crying it's, out for It's actually home. fucked up. So, uh, maybe, maybe not. Like, why did we have to do that? You know? Like, they could like, have just had a relationship. Which I totally buy. <laughs> she, she still could have been sneaky about wanting to get pregnant if she even wanted that. Unclear if that was an accident. And, you know, they, they did it in such a way that it was, like, like kind of like a wink. But I'm like, no. It's like in Harry Potter like, when there's, like, the love potion. No. Like, we're not doing that. I know. That one That one is, like, dicey if you think about it too long. But I don't think it's meant to be nefarious. It, yeah, I think you're right. But it is it is questionable. It has, it could be it's potentially used for, for nefarious purposes. But it's not meant. It's not, like, the intention behind that. Yeah. Meanwhile, this absolutely Just sickos was. taking it that way. What are you saying? I'm just saying. I'm just saying Talia's fucked. Uh, Talia's <laughs> definitely a sicko. But uh, she does at least, you know, after uh, extenuating circumstances, take Damian Wayne back to Gotham City. And there we to get to meet see his what, daddy, which he already knows that's his dad, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Like, they, they were not hiding anything from this, from this kid. They were like, here's... Here's you your dad. He, he lives in the, the worst city in the world. <laughs> and you'll uh, go to visit him maybe once your grandpa gets murked. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> and uh, I do greatly enjoy, like, a lot of these interactions with Damian Wayne having, like, the most conceited worldview and just expecting Alfred to be waiting on him hand and foot and Bruce, to be honest. Uh, and Al- this version of Alfred just not wanting to take any of this shit. He's so great. This might be my favorite Alfred, which is, like, a big, big thing to say. But he's great. I he- mean, because I love Michael Caine <laughs> so much. Michael but Caine. um Actually, I've liked all the Alfreds we've gotten. Yeah, we've not had a bad Alfred. Um, but he's he's probably, like, number one. He's so good. It's TV. just <laughs> all the, all, every time he handled... Some of this bullshit. Damian Wayne's like, watch yourself, Alfred. I'm old enough to get sarcasm. And Alfred's like, and I'm too old to care. I, he actually reminded me most of the Michael Caine. Yeah. M- Michael Keaton. Sorry, Michael Keaton mm. uh, Pennyworth or whatever. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, again, I, I liked them all. But we've had 
the most recent interpretations have been much more serious. Although, I mean, Jeremy Irons' version is funny. Um, Andy Serkis' version was not funny. Andy Serkis' version was just mad at Bruce the whole movie. It's pretty so. serious, and he must die. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh. Whoa. Um, does he die? <laughs> no. We just, we just think he does. <laughs> my, my notes are really uh, all over the place. But, so, we have this little moment where they're in the bat cave with Damien and he's, you know, asking about the Robins. And I, I also think this is fun because the new movie is going to have a Robin in it, but we don't really know which Robin. And there's such a history to that character in the comics. Um, like Dick Grayson being the original one. He's the one that becomes Nightwing that we see in this movie. Which and is then, kind of silly. Can we just, can he just stick as Robin? Like, well, you know, he wanted to get out from under the shadow of, of Batman, do his own thing. Fly away, Birdie. Like, why do you have to change your name? <laughs> he just wanted a new, he wanted a new costume. And if you want a new costume, you gotta have a new name. I mean, the costume is pretty, like, clownish. But he grew up in the circus, if I'm to believe the plot introduced yeah. in yeah. Batman Forever. I do think they've stuck with that. Which is a great Robin introduction. It's horrifying. Yeah, really good. But and so Damian Wayne does, in the comics, I think becomes um, Robin, probably, I don't know how long after he was introduced as a character, but there were also a lot of other Robins in the meantime, uh, including, you know, I think Dick Grayson, obviously, is the classic Robin, and then you have Jason Todd, the Robin that everybody started hating. Jason Todd? He was in the comics in the 80s. Two first names! Everybody hated him, because the writers started making him into an asshole, so they did a... They said Dick a, Grayson's kind of a dick, too. <laughs> Pun intended. For Jason Todd, they set up an 800 number, and they were like, uh, call us if you and tell us if you want to uh, keep him alive or if you want us to kill him in the next issue. And they kept it a secret what the answer was until they, the issue came out. They killed him. And them. they killed him. Yikes. Yeah, they had a Joker beat him almost to death with a crowbar and then blow up a warehouse to do his and, and he fucking died. <laughs> and they, people were, like, really mad at the time because they were like, wait, we didn't think you would actually do it. But they stuck with it for, like, I want to say, like, the better part of 20 years before they eventually brought him back as, like, a different character. He came back as the Red Hood Sounds uh, scary. It was a, yeah, kind of, a, still a vigilante, but, like, you know, used guns a lot and stuff. But like, a worse vigilante. Like, a bad vigilante. Yes. Not like our Batman. No. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And I'm not as familiar with the, the Robins after that. What about um, the Robin we get in Batman Rises? Joseph Gordon-Levitt Robin? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. But we he's, never get to see him really do any Robin Lee duties. He says that his first name is actually Robin. Yes. Which I thought was funny. I like that bit. I kind of forget about is that. Is there any Robin named Robin? I, I think he's the only one. Like, he's not from the comics. <laughs> no. I think that was just kind of like a fun little nod to, to cap the I'm series I'm just sad off. we never got to see him fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never got to see him uh, fly the coop. I had no, no more. We don't have a lot going on here, do we? Basically had no more notes. All of my stuff we already talked about. Did I say that the Lazarus Pit is like a cheat code? No, but That's it is. That's what it feels like. It is. And I'm like, 
How many people... I mean, like, the League of Shadows is very secretive, but I do wonder how many people in the superhero, supervillain community know about it and also, have gotten killed like- trying to go to the League of Shadows to... To revive themselves or some shit. Also, it sounds like there's two pit, pits now. That was a different pit at the end. Hmm. It was in a different locale. Interesting. How many pits are there? And I didn't get what was going on with the man-bat plot. Um, well, I think the Like, slaves... Batman was just so ready for it with the antidote. He must have encountered them before. I feel like... I, the only thing I know about Man Bat is that, like, I thought, anyway, for, for my limited scope, that Man Bat was, like, one guy who had, like, fucked himself up beyond belief, like, classic supervillain style. So I'm wondering if, like, that's, even though they don't say it in this, like, maybe that has happened before. Like, some guy was the, like, original Man Bat, and now Deathstroke was like, oh, shit, I want an army of those. So Batman, you know, had his previous encounter. He was He was ready, but that seems a little contrived it's not a great name man bat <laughs> like i get what they're doing it like the writing's there it's on the wall but <laughs> indeed yeah it looks like he was man bat was originally like one guy who i think was the uh the scientist in this right i think his name was um Langstrom. Yeah, I was trying to f- keep track of everybody in this and, like, who they were from people we've already met, and I feel like I was asking you a lot. Yeah, you know, m- maybe maybe not the most clued in we've ever been for a movie, not gonna lie. I feel like I'm on top of my Batman stuff, but not comics stuff. Right, we're getting deeper in. but Which so is fun. The doctor who is, who is working for Roz and, you know, got his family kidnapped by Slade's new League of Shadows regime. In the comics, he is the original Man-Bat, um, who he was a, the original version was a zoologist who tried to give humans sonar. And when he did the experiment on himself, he accidentally turned himself into a, um, giant feral bat. The most classic. Batman, you know, managed to reverse the effects but then he just would keep coming back, but not always as a villain. So this version was definitely more of like, because he never actually becomes the man bat. Right. But he is the instigator for this whole business. And I thought that was an interesting plot line too. Like he had been, somehow this dude like got involved with Ra's al Ghul in the first place. Rosh. Rosh. <laughs> Rash. Rosh. And everything seemed to be fine and chill until Deathstroke showed up and decided to threaten his family. Not a very good working environment, I might say. Also, this movie is, like, surprisingly violent. Oh, um, yeah. A lot of blood. Damien's a little shit. Yeah. Bloodthirsty, that's what they call him. Bloodthirsty, indeed. Um, the only part I was going to talk about was at the very end is Damien goes off to, like, seek his revenge on Deathstroke, and Batman's, like, saving, you know, his... Wow, whoever that person is to him. Um, Talia. (laughs) Um, And then they're just, like, chilling, not going after Damien. I'm like, I get that he's, like, pretty capable, but, like, are we just not going to go try and save our son? It's not a healthy co-parenting style. They're like, you know what? He's, He's a mature boy. 
He'll he'll handle his business. And he's part his dad, and so he just leaves him to die rather than kill him. <laughs> Classic Batman. He's got to keep the moral high ground somehow. Talk about a, a great underground villain lair, though. Like yeah. what? Just a series of like glass chambers under an oil rig. I love it. And I I liked the the whole last set piece with the the man bats like fucking pouring in and the water spraying everywhere. I was like, this is cool. I enjoy that a lot. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Um, it did make me excited about a live action with some of the these characters. Me too. Yeah, and I hope because, it's more like I, Batman's always kind of dark, but I hope it's not like as dark as like the Batman or even like the Batman Begins trilogy. Like it's not going to something be. a little campier. It's, I mean, I know we gave Joel a hard time, but we could we could use a little dose of Schumacher. It's definitely not going to be like that because like they know what the reception was to those movies. And James Gunn is not going to do, like, a Man of Steel-style movie with his new Superman. And if they want this to be, like, a new thing, then the new Batman is going to be congruous or congruent with what he is doing for Superman. I mean, I know I'm probably more in the minority here, but I loved the vibe of The Flash. Like, I think that was a really good mix of serious with some comedic stuff. And, like, and obviously Michael Keaton in that was, like, very funny. Like, that was a great little... Addition. Yeah, no, I think they got the tone right. I do think that's probably going to carry over. And, I mean, I do think it's like the, the Schumacher movies made everybody scared to, like, really get into, like, the Bat family side of things. Even though, like, say what you will about that Robin, especially, like, in Batman and Robin. But, like, everybody loved Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. I stand by the Val Kilmer movies. Yeah, well, movie. the Val Kilmer movie. Yeah, that, yeah. One's, that one's good. Like, I like that. But, like, you know... It was, I get what Zack Snyder was doing, and it was, of course, very in character for him, but, like, the only acknowledgement of Robin in the new movies being, like, oh, yeah, he fucking died. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, come on. And I think that was the one that got killed by the Joker. Yeah. And that was... What's his name? Todd. Jason. It was probably Jason. It was Jason. And, yeah, it's like we didn't even get to explore any of that due to the nature of these movies, so I think... uh setting the stage with what we are assuming is like a slightly slightly older like seasoned Batman. Yeah, so is this a nice transition? I think it is a nice transition. Like what are you thinking? Well, like mid 30s? Yeah. Handsome? So, yes. So that's what I was going for. Um and I picked if I can well, unless you want to go first. Are we starting start- with with Well, the we're big just talking B? about we're talking about Big B. So we, let's start with Big B. And then we can go in whatever order we want. Okay. Well, I, I bounced around a couple options because I can't get Nicholas Holt out of my head because he's the one that kept coming up, but I was like, I can't do that. Um, so the one that I ended up on, and I had a question mark on this along with some other ones because I was like, you know, I think so, but, you know, I'm not 100% sure. I picked uh, Richard Madden. Oh, the King of the North? The King of the North. That's a great choice. I think he would <gasps> be, be like... He'd be such a good Batman. He'd be a good Batman. He'd be a good Bruce Wayne. And I would like... If we were talking about like an earlier iteration of Batman, I wouldn't pick Richard Madden. Because I just don't think... He like exudes like too much like confidence. Gravitas. And he has like that look to him where I'm like, Especially this is someone that like knows what he's doing. But I think for this era of Batman, it would work well. 
Yeah. So that was my pick. Or Kit Harrington, I guess. You could do it too, for sure, yeah. I went with a... I feel like I'm cheating with my... <laughs> because I just feel like he's such an easy person to like fit in. So I went a tiny bit older. I went with like early 40s. Sure, yeah. I went with Oscar Isaac. Of course. Because I he mean, could do anything. Oscar Isaac could really do a good job with it. Couldn't he? I mean, after... Not. after <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, like, after seeing him in, like, any everything anything. he's done recently, and then, like, especially... Moon Knight. Uh, doing Moon Knight, I'm like, yeah, like, he's... Of course he's got it. He could he could do the, the like, calm and collected Bruce Wayne Batman, or he could do, like, the fucking manic, paranoid Bruce Wayne or Batman. But I actually really like Richard Man. I think that's a really good choice. Um, so I was thinking of someone, well, one of the, sorry, one of the things that always bothers me about the couple of times the League of Shadows has been introduced is that it's a bunch of white people. Yeah. So I specifically went with some Chinese characters. I don't even know where the League of Shadows is supposed to be, but I just chose an ethnicity. I guess I'm no better, but I went with an Asian ethnicity. Um, and so, similar to the Eternals, I went with Jimma Chan for Talia. Ooh. Oh, I like that and a lot. she's a similar age yeah. to Batman. I think that would be, she would be great. To Oscar Isaac, I mean. Yeah. No, I think and I feel would. like they could play off each other really well. Yeah. Because she can go kind of dark, I feel like. Well, we haven't really gotten to see her in that much stuff, but I feel like she could go really dark with stuff and um, be a badass. I agree. I hope we get to see her in more stuff soon. Yeah. But I do think she would be a great pull for this. Um, for me, for Talia, I picked uh, Elodie Young, who played Elektra in the Daredevil series. I thought you hated her. I don't like her <laughs> as Elektra. And I don't, and I, I do think a big part of the reason why, because that's literally the only thing I've ever seen her in. I think part of the reason why I didn't like her is because I didn't like how she yeah, was working in Daredevil. I'm just so surprised. I know. But when I was like looking, I was like, oh, I actually see this working really well, especially for like the version of Tali that we see like in this movie. Yeah. Um, she would totally be able to like pull that off. Um, because even even though I don't like her in Daredevil, there were a couple of scenes where she's like giving off like the uh like the femme fatale like vibe, but also like yeah. is it's not just like look, she's super capable. For sure. Um, my cameo for Raish Raz, because I feel like he wouldn't be in it very much, would be a Jackie Chan uh, oh my God. cameo. <laughs> that would be great. That would be so. great. I picked someone that's not of the same ethnicity as Elodie Young remotely, um, cameo or not. Javier Bardem. Love him. Um, I think he would do... He's kind of young-ish. Yeah, but you can play him up to be a lot yeah. older. Also, it's it's I'd Roz, want him you know, in more. Liam Neeson Roz was looking young. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just Well, they also didn't say he was 3,000 years old. Right. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I was going based <laughs> off of this model. That's fair. Uh, next up, I had Slade. And okay. I actually had, like, a really funny coincidence for mine. Because... Every time we do one of these casting things, I'm really, I have a lot of recency bias. I'm like, I don't have a pool of actors or actresses in my head. I have to like scroll through my letterbox to like remind myself of like who is in any of these movies. And so of course I ended up on Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning and I was like, 
oh, of course, Gabriel, the guy that played Isai Morales, he played Gabriel in the new Mission Impossible. I'm like, this could be slain. Oh, yeah, he's really good. And then I looked, and he's already fucking played him. Really? In, in the show Titans. Oh, okay. But I'm keeping it anyway. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he can make a cameo. I went with, like, a classic um, action star, Jason Statham. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, I want to see this now. I, I just they, feel like obviously he can play insane. I want to. I want him to have his accent. Uh, he has one hundred percent. He must. Oh, that would be so funny. Okay, so for Damian Wayne, I couldn't quite keep with my races either because I have Gemma Chan and Oscar Isaac, but I went with. Now I'm not sure if I can pronounce his name, but he plays Bear in Reservation Dogs. If you've seen it, he might be a little old, but oh, um, oh shit. I really like him. His name is DeFaro Wu Atai, if that's how you say it. Um, but he is like really good, and he's like not been in much stuff. So he's again, oh, he's a little man. bit older, I think. But I think they could, if you know, they could keep him young looking. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good. That's a really good pick. Also, like, what a what a badass name. Yeah. It's so cool. He's not... How old is he? I don't know. Maybe 14? I think I think you'd have to Like adjust. season one of Res Dogs. You'd have to adjust. Dane. Well, my, they're, 40, they're in their 40s. Right. Yeah, I think that would be, that'd be great. I really did not have a good time picking these, and I didn't like either of my choices. I'd said, like, if this was, like, seven years ago, I guess, like, Finn Wolfhard could have done it because he played such a little say, shit. I was going to say, that's, like, your go-to is, like, Stranger Things for kids. Yeah. And I was also like, maybe if it was like a little older, um, and maybe not with the Batman that I picked, because the faces don't work, but Aiden Gallagher, who played number five in Umbrella Academy. He's I older, like, too, now. He's right? like 19 now, but uh, also like an earlier version of him, but you win this one. I mean, he would be, <laughs> he'd be fantastic, because that actor does such a range of things in Reservation Dogs. Yeah. If you haven't watched Reservation Dogs, Watch please do it. yourself a favor. The last season is about to come out on Hulu, so this is an ad. I'm being paid for this. Um. Okay. What about Robin slash Nightwing? Uh, for for Nightwing, I have another Stranger Things alum, uh, Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy. Oh, he would be good. Yeah, I think he just has like kind of a, a suaveness to him and if you pit him against like a really uh kind of snarky Damian Wayne I think it would really work also it would give him everyone thinks of him as Billy who is like this total piece of shit uh and him having like a chance to be like this kind of more reformed right like, well upstanding Dick, but Dick Grayson's Wayne. still supposed to be kind of like a piece of shit but right. like uh, obviously a sweet boy yeah what um, about you well my like, you know, he was in the running for it. He didn't get it, though, was Nicole. <laughs> they went They went in a different direction. Um, oh, poor guy. Taron Egerton. Oh, that's a good pick, too. Yeah. I mean. Love him. Yeah, I would love take to see Taron him in Egerton anything. anything. Yeah, fuck it. Put him in every movie. I love that. Um, I want to save Alfred for last. Okay. Okay, so we cast, in addition to these, which are all in this movie... Batgirl, because we are hoping slash expecting her to be in it, and then Jim Gordon, who was, like, not really in it that much for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jim Gordon was not much of a character here. 
For a Batgirl, I went with someone hip, someone that's, like, got a lot going on right now. Maybe it's hard to get her. Jenna Ortega from Wednesday. Mm, I do think, yeah. Yep. That, I feel, could actually be, like, (laughs) potentially happening. Yeah. Um, But definitely popular. She might be a little busy. I I think that would be a really great pull. She Um, has a lot of horror movies. Because who just, who played Batgirl in the movie that they unreleased? I have to look it up. I don't remember her name. Unreleased? They filmed the Batgirl movie and then they canceled it. Um, Leslie Grace. I don't know her. She was in In the Heights, the new, the movie adaptation of In the Heights. Um, And she was, she was 28. I picked someone that has also been popping off for the movie that's in theaters right now, Emma Mackey. Who's Emma like Mackey? She was just in Barbie as one of the the other Barbies. Uh, she looks like this. Oh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff lately, and I like her look. I feel like it would it would suit the Batman universe really well. I think <laughs> I was imagining Batgirl to be younger. I guess same age as, like, Damian Wayne. Yeah. I think it's, like, flexible. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Because that's definitely the case, like, in Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like, they were playing. But she's like around the, Dick or something, right. I guess. But I'm I'm actually not sure. Like I, I'm guessing it's in the comics. It's whatever they whatever they need, <laughs> whatever age dynamic they want to have. What about Jim Gordon? For old Jim, uh, I picked Brian Cranston. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I want a crotchety but funny Brian Cranston who's just so like chain good. smoking. I mean. The live-action versions of Jim Gordon have been hits as well. Not the original series. Okay, you're right. Not him. But <laughs> Not ever since then, right. Gary Oldman, the Jeffrey Wright, and the J.K. Simmons. You know, wish J.K. Simmons had, had more time as him, because that's, that's a great pick. But uh, who'd you get? Um, I kind of just went with an actor I liked. Well, I was telling this to Griffin before we recorded is that I wanted to kind of do like a fun thing with Jim Gordon, like maybe do a gender bend or something like that. And I was like, it actually just does. Jim Gordon doesn't work as a woman because he's like a sad divorce dad energy. And like women in that position, like don't have that energy. Like they're not like they just don't. They're just not a sad sack like Jim Gordon is. Right. (laughs) Um. Even, like, women that are sad are not, like, the Jim Gordon. <laughs> so I, I went with a man. <laughs> Whatever. I went with Lakeith Stanfield, though. A younger oh. Jim Gordon. Oh. Maybe, like, a rookie. And he's, like... We're not a rookie, but, like, younger. Yeah. Um, and he's already disgruntled. And I feel like we've seen him, like, play disgruntled a lot in other stuff. Yeah, but now I can uh, I can only see him as like his knives out character. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I think was exactly that. <laughs> but he's in knives out. And he's, he's so more disgruntled. Like, but he's disgruntled, but he's like more bemused yes. than anything else, which I think would be a fun spin. On yeah. Jim. Okay, Alfred. I felt like it had to be British. See, I didn't go with a British guy, but I'm not confident in my choice. So, I mean, let's let's see. I'm also making sure of the statement before I say it. He's Canadian. Oh, God. Who is it? I went with uh, Henry Zerny, who is, again, a recent, a recently in Mission Impossible. Oh, my gosh. Did you just see Mission Impossible? No. What? 
He was in the first one as well. He's that yeah. guy, the one that comes back. He's like um, a politician. Uh, well, he's the one that works for IMF Kittredge. Yes. Yeah. He sucked. He sucked. But. Not a spoiler. <laughs> I think as an actor, he's like, I like his vibe. He's charismatic, even though in Mission Impossible, he's like being shitty. And when we watched this and I was like thinking about it, I was like, oh, he could totally do like that wry sarcasm really How well. How much older is he than uh, Richard? Than Richard Madden? <laughs> yeah. 30 years. Oh, wow. How old is he? Uh, he is, I think I just saw, he's, he's 64, so not quite 30 years. And Richard Madden's 37. Okay. I That's thought an older he was picture, um, younger. Yeah. That guy. In the new Mission Impossible, I guess he is. I mean, actually. Who knows when they filmed that? They filmed that shit forever ago. Yeah, he, looks like, he looks like that now. So. Okay. I went with a classic British actor. Would you like to guess? That's quite a pool. Um, I will say he's been in another superhero movie. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, hmm. A British actor in a superhero movie. Oh. This is going to take me a long time to guess. Okay. It's Sir Ben Kingsley. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, I, I wouldn't have even... Ben Kingsley would have been pretty low on my mental list, which is a shame. <laughs> well, yeah, he had a... Well, kind of a small... I, I like that idea. It He's would be so a, sassy. It would be a very like different he, Alfred. I was he would picturing be, this Alfred from this movie that we watched. Yeah, I think he could do it. Um... Bring some of that Trevor Slattery energy into uh, making fun of Damian Wayne and Bruce Wayne, for that matter. I would love that. What a a stacked cast that would be. I mean, I hope that's what they managed to pull off. I think they should take some notes. Well, you know, whenever the uh, cast of The Brave and the Bold is announced, which at this rate is probably going to be sometime next year... (laughs) Uh, We'll try to remember our our list for this and see if we were on the money for any of them. Who's to say? I think Richard Madden would be great. I think he's a a possibility. Because, I mean, well, honestly, I didn't know who the guy was that's been cast as the new Superman. He is a complete unknown to me. Yeah. But Rachel Brosnahan, I do know. Right. So they're kind of not totally operating with, like, brand new actors. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Well, we are going to do more of our DC dive, um, but later probably. Indeed. I know that we do need to, uh, you know, we keep our calendar at a couple months. And as the writers and actors strike is ongoing and movies move, uh, we have a couple that will be bumping off the board for this year. So we'll have more time. Oh, no. Are we going to have to push Blue Beetle? Um, no. That's one of the ones that's staying. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Craven the Hunter is going, see you later. And probably uh, Aquaman as well. That but one I'm we'll most, I am pretty sad about Aquaman, actually. I don't think the Marvels is moving. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Blue Beetle. It just looks kind of boring, you guys. It does. So I'm good. hoping it's good. I hope it's good, but it does look boring. And I think I'm a little burnt out of new superhero movies yeah yeah a little burned me too all right well on that note, <laughs> <laughs> well if you've uh if you've not watched any of the the dcau we recommend it these are fun little movies if you want something light digestible and you want to see 
some new Batman characters. Uh, definitely check them out. They're all on HBO Max. Still calling it that, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what you were talking I about. Max, what is that? Yeah, find us on the X. <laughs> Still sounds like a porn site. Okay. <laughs> In the meantime. Well, we are out <laughs> of the Superverse. <laughs>